Hey, friends and fam, it's John, and it's time for the JMart cast for Monday, April 24th. What's going on? How are you? Don't let the fact that it's April 25th, probably even later than that, as you're listening to this, fool you. This episode is for the Monday of the week. I'm just super late delivering it, so sorry about that. Um, just had a fun little weekend uh, celebrating my wife's birthday, and so just didn't have time to record. And then yesterday was just another thing that I had to go do. So please bear with me. I apologize again for bringing it out late. Just before we get started with the podcast, just want to thank everybody for coming in back to listen to the podcast week in and week out. I get about 20 to 30 people listening to the podcast, just the audio, and then another about that number on YouTube, uh, checking in there as well. So you guys are awesome. Thank you very much. Appreciate your time. Appreciate you listening in. Just want to say that I want to provide you with the best information that I can with regards to your physical and financial health. That's the point of this podcast. I want to be the conduit of information and truth for you with regards to bettering your physical health, with regards to bettering your financial health. The reason why this is important to me is because these are two of the most important aspects of our life, right? Our health, our physical health, and our finances, how we're doing with with money and are we able to save up for retirement and all that, right? And unfortunately, in order to do well in these realms, if you follow mainstream advice, most likely you will end up sick with regards to financial, physical health, and with regards to financial health, you'll end up poor. Unfortunately, it's just how it is. Follow mainstream advice and that's what happens. So, what you got to do is look for some alternative places for information for the truth. Some places where the people who are providing you their viewpoint, their information, their knowledge, their wisdom, where these people have no influences that bias them in any way that they don't fully believe in themselves. And that's me. You know, I have no financial reason to be doing this podcast other than I just want to be able to provide information that I think is true, which may change, by the way. I hold the right, I reserve the right to be able to change my mind on something. If I, you know, if the information changes and I find new things, then of course I'm going to change my mind. But as I'm delivering the information, there's no outside force that's financially uh, forcing me to say something that I don't actually believe in. My only motivation for doing this podcast is to tell people and motivate people to be healthy and to learn about Bitcoin because in the future, there's going to be a time where this is going to be important to you. And the sooner you get started learning about it, learning about your health, and also managing your finances and understanding what money is and where it's headed and what sort of technologies are out there. Talking about Bitcoin, of course. Eventually, this is going to, you're kind of come, the rubber's going to hit the road and you're going to come head to head with it. And the earlier, like I said, you get started, the more um, you're prepared and ready you are to face this transition. And there's going to be many transitions, of course, that we face. The transition of getting old, of becoming weak, weaker, and frail. 
right? These are going to be experiences that everybody faces. No one, can, no one can escape this. And same thing with just in addition to aging, right? As we age, we also have to have money saved up to pay for our expenses because we don't have the same capacity to earn as an older individual. So take care of yourself physically and financially. And that's what I'm here for. That's what J Mark cast is all about. That's all I think about. Well, not all I think about, but many of the major thoughts that are going through my head are about what am I doing right now to better my health and what am I doing right now to better my financial situation? Yeah. And so it just boils down to learning, applying what I've learned and, and sharing the information with you all in an unbiased manner, as unbiased as I can and keeping an open mind to know that I could be wrong to let more information enter my brain so that I can adjust my thoughts and opinions and be able to relay that across. So if that's what you're looking for, you've come to the right place. By the way, if you've already been listening and have enjoyed the podcast, could you please give it a rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify? Also, if you really like the podcast and want to show support, the best way to do it is to listen to the podcast through um, these Bitcoin-enabled podcast players. Uh, the examples I'm going to give, you can use an app called Fountain, another one called Podverse, or another one called Breeze, spelled B-R-E-E-Z. And these are just regular podcast players, probably like ones you're already used to using. They just got Bitcoin enabled on them. So as you're listening, you can stream Bitcoin to the podcaster who you're listening to. And... Don't sweat it if you don't have any Bitcoin, because if you want some, I am more than happy to send some your way into your podcast wallet. Those apps that I mentioned that you can listen to podcasts to using those apps, they have a wallet feature which allows you to receive Bitcoin into it and then send that over to the podcasters. So I'm happy to share my Bitcoin with you. If you just reach out, best way to do so is send an email to jmartfit spelled j-m-a-r-t-f-i-t jmartfit at substack.com you can also just reach out through social media twitter instagram at jmartfit both are fine and lastly one other tip if you want to help out the podcast just please share the episode with somebody else who you think might enjoy listening just simple thing like that can go a long way thank you very much before I get started with talking about, I'm going to talk about something about health and then something about Bitcoin finance related. Uh, before I do that, just a quick uh, happy Earth Day. That was this Saturday. Did you guys turn off the lights? Did you, uh, I don't know, how did you celebrate Earth Day? Let me know. I didn't do any of that. I'm all for protecting the Earth, protecting the environment, but I think some of this crazy climate change, environmental uh, hysteria has gone too far. But that's besides the point. I don't even care about Earth Day all that much. All, one other commemoration. Not, yeah, not a celebration, a commemoration. Two days after the Earth Day on April 24th is the Armenian Genocide Remembrance Day. Uh, April 24th, 1915. 
was a bad day in Armenian history in a string of many bad days. That's just the one we've chosen to help us remember the atrocities committed by the Ottoman Empire, the Turks, against the Armenians that were peacefully living within the borders of the Ottoman Empire. They were all arrested and marched through the desert with no food or water until they died. Many of the women were raped. Um, obviously, a, a lot of horrible things happened. I'm not going to get into the details of all of them, but to this day, the uh, nation of Turkey, which is the kind of what the Ottoman Empire birthed after it fell apart, the Turkish uh, country, nation, whatever, still to this day refuses to acknowledge that they committed genocide on the Armenian people. And so this is a very sore spot in, uh, you know, many uh, Armenian people's uh, psyche as you could imagine how, how would Jews feel if the Germans after the Holocaust never admitted that that's what they did, right? In fact, the Germans and, and uh, Hitler himself were emboldened to commit the atrocities of the Holocaust because of the lack of response or anything to what happened to the Armenians during the Armenian Genocide. So April 24th, every year, we will remember what happened. We will never forget. And to this day, we wait for the, for the Turkish government to acknowledge what they did, killing 1.5 million Armenians in a short period of time. But I don't want to be too much of a downer. Sorry to have brought that up, but it's an important part of who I am, and I must share it on the J-Mart cast. I'll uh, switch to a happy year, maybe just do a quick uh, happy birthday wish to my wife, who turned 35 today. Love her to death, and uh, I wouldn't be who I am today without her. All right, let's talk a little bit about health. In my um, framework for health, I like to think of a few categories of what constitutes constitutes health. And sleep is one. It's an important one, of course. And then we've also got nutrition, physical activity, social connections, what environment you're in. All these things constitute health and how healthy you are. But an important one that doesn't get mentioned a lot is breathing. Breathing is a key aspect of life, of course, right? You stop breathing, you're dead. But what if you're breathing, but not very efficiently, right? That also has a huge impact. And this is something that was happening to me the last couple of weeks is that I just got really congested. My guess is that that really warm week we had recently, a couple of weeks ago, really accelerated tree pollen season. And yeah, my allergies just got pretty bad. My seasonal allergies and the congestion got worse and worse. And I was just not able to breathe well while I was sleeping. My wife mentioned to me that she could hear me suffocating a once or twice in the night because of um, 
yeah, just lack of proper air movement through through my nose. So, and I could tell that that was the case because even though I was getting eight hours of continuous sleep, I would be waking up feeling really exhausted and like I hadn't gotten any rest whatsoever. And so, I recently restarted using these breathe right strips. Have you guys used these before? Uh, they do advertisements during hockey shows quite a lot, I think, <laughs> but it's just this plastic strip that like sticks to your nose and pulls the skin up to open up the airways a little bit better. And it makes a huge difference. It makes it quite a lot easier to breathe. And after the first day of having that thing on, I woke up feeling so refreshed more so than I had in weeks. And it was amazing. It's like, I couldn't believe, I think I even had less hours of sleep, not that much less, like maybe like normally I get seven and a half to eight hours. This time I might've had like six and a half to seven, but I got well rested hours of sleep. And I was just like, and ever since then, every day I've been using the breathe right strips and it's been working like a charm. So I think all those men, things I mentioned, uh, sleep, nutrition, physical activity, environment, social connections, these are all kind of like pillars of health, but the base of everything is breathing because you could be sleeping well, but if you're not breathing right, then your sleep's not actually able to help you recover, regrow, rebuild. Uh, those are not happening efficiently if you're not breathing, so... Get your breathing right for everything else to fall into place. All right. Let's do a quick Bitcoin update. So we're sitting on block height 787,024. Price of Bitcoin. One Bitcoin is trading at 28,387 US dollars. One US dollar will buy you 3,523 Satoshis. And just a reminder, just, and just a reminder that Satoshis are the smallest subunit one Bitcoin can be subdivided into. It subdivides 100 million times into 100 million Satoshis or SATs for short. All right. So I want to talk about gold. So gold was the original money, right? It was, well, that's not true. It was the original sound money that everyone eventually decided was the hardest sound money, right? Because, you know, people used a bunch of things for money. They used livestock, they used pearls and beads and glass shells and whatnot. Eventually, we concluded that gold was the hardest money because it was the one commodity whose supply was the hardest to increase, right? It's really hard to get new gold, First of all, the only reason gold exists is because a star exploded and allowed for the element, the chemical element of gold to come into existence. But then it also, the only way people get gold is they have to dig it out of the ground, right? You can't just grow gold like livestock or uh, just find it, you know, lying on a beach like a seashell or whatever. You got to go put in hard labor to get more gold. But what if you could just transform some 
less valuable metal that's easy to get where there's a lot of it like lying around into gold wouldn't that be better right do you guys remember alchemy before modern science and before people figured out chemistry and that there are individual elements with a specific number of protons electrons and neutrons that make up the periodic table and you can't just take one and turn it into another people did try to and they tried for a long time i that didn't notice but alchemy dates back to as far back as ancient egypt and they did it throughout the middle ages too and eventually it did lead to the the development of modern science but it never actually led to transforming base basic metals into precious ones but what if it did let's think about that for a second what would happen if an alchemist by the way side note a great book the alchemist by paulo coelho i think that's how you say his name i think he's a brazilian author read that book a long time ago ago and really enjoyed it so if you're looking for a book recommendation i don't think it's very long it's a worth the read but let's get back to what i was talking about let's imagine an alchemist magically figures out that you actually can transform just basic like let's say copper there's lots of copper lying around you this guy's got a whole giant hoard of copper that he's figured out how to transform into gold so what's going to happen the alchemist is going to keep making new gold with the copper he has and he's going to use that gold to buy a bunch of stuff he wants right and now the question is how much is he going to do this let's say he's able to figure out how to properly transform copper into gold for only like a couple weeks and then after that the method stops working or he forgot it let's say and he just can't figure it out again so he's made a bunch of gold in that two week period but the success was limited and short lived so the impact on the gold market would not be very significant at all but if the scale of what the alchemist is able to do is so large and consistent that it just keeps going and going and going and he's efficiently making more new gold from base metals this is obviously going to lead to an oversupply of gold that eventually causes the price to drop significantly and you just won't be able to get as much stuff with your gold right people are going to notice so oh, there's a whole bunch of new gold on the market way way more than what it used to be i got i got to change my prices and readjust right so now if we have that lens of viewing things let's think about the current money system that we have in place where a central bank is the sole controller of money supply and they get to increase it with no cost to bear whatsoever as much as they want to you can can you see the parallel between that and alchemy an alchemist is this special person that has the ability to make new money new gold from base metals that are not valuable at all that require very little effort to get let's say in comparison to gold and that's the same as what a central banker is there's some special person that's 
in control of making new money and there's no real cost for them to make new money. They just hit a button and new money is created. I think when you look at it from that perspective, it's like, obviously, something's not right. If that's going to keep happening, and that's what the central bankers are doing, they're just making new money all the time, then things are just going to keep getting more expensive. Prices are going to have to keep going up because there's just new money being created while there are no goods or services that are there that that money represents, right? If there's more new money and the same number of goods and services, then the price of those goods and services has to increase. That's just very intuitive. Okay, and so essentially modern central banking is alchemy all over again, except we know that alchemy is bullshit. It's dumb. Like eventually it led to chemistry, sure, but that doesn't mean that it's a good idea. So we need to scrap with central banking. And so if you want financial freedom and you want an alternative system that doesn't force you into this fiat money system where the special people at the top control the total supply and inflate it at their will to benefit themselves and people close to them. If you want to get out of that, then the best way is to use an alternative parallel system that is in no way tethered to the original one. And that, of course, is Bitcoin. I think I will end the podcast there for today. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen to JMarcast. It means so much to me. I really appreciate it. And I love you all. Have a great day. Have a great week. Stay active. Be grateful. JMart out. <laughs>